0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Another edition of the East West Hoop Soup here on Blog Talk Radio. This is Joe Von Alford here for our NBA previewed show for the 2012 2013 season, and I'm always joined by my great co host, Comcast Sportsnet, college basketball insider, Greg Crawford.
0: Oh, thank you for that warm welcome, for usual, Joe Von, but you're doing great work. You're going to be a rising media star. You already are. You're going to be big time in the business. And right off the bat, I want to wish everyone in your hometown of Philadelphia uh, complete safety and the entire East Coast. uh, We don't just uh, talk about it out here. We worry about it, and we want to help whatever we can do out here on the West Coast. So stay safe as Hurricane Sandy is already hitting some crucial areas and uh, will be even a bigger mess probably tomorrow and the next day.
1: It definitely will be. We appreciate all the this, all, this, all the prayers and stuff from you guys over in the West Coast. And if we need anything, we know where they definitely come from. But yes, and uh, we
0: help each other out. That's part of life.
1: Definitely, definitely, it's always need to have that camaraderie and brotherhood. So, to start yes. off our show, talking about the whole East-West thing, since it is the East-West Hoops Loop, let's talk about the NBA. The 2012-2013 season kicks off on Tuesday night. The Heat take on the Celtics and the Lakers take on the Mavericks.
0: Yeah, it's going to be an exciting this season, Joe Uh I mean, teams are getting better. Um, you know, there still are some very weak teams. Uh, But teams get better each year as long as they don't bring in any goofy expansion teams and make goofy trades. But that happens, and it seems like the Lakers just keep winding up with somebody really great no matter how far down they get. So uh, it's going to be a good year, I think. But uh, you might see the same suspects in the finals. Uh, We're going to tonight go through the order of finish uh, in each division. And then I'm going to give you who I think will be in the final, and you are too. But uh, you want me to start out with the uh, Northwest Division in the Western Conference?
1: Yeah, that works perfectly. Let's start out in the Northwest.
0: All right, here we go. I've got Oklahoma City on top. Uh, and I've got a record. We're going to give their records tonight. Um, it's not a shock. i got Oklahoma City winning the Northwest Division at 60-22. and 22. Uh, then I've got a little bit of a surprise. I think the Minnesota Timberwolves will finish second in that division, 44-38. Uh, and 38. Uh, I've got another surprise here. I'm going to pick the Portland Trailblazers to finish third uh, in that division, 43-39. and 39. I know most people don't even think they'll win 40 games. I have them tied with Denver, but I have Portland winning the tiebreaker. Uh, Denver at 43 and 39, and then I've got in the basement, Jovon, I've got Utah at 35 and 47. Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Portland, Denver, Utah. Who are you going to lead off first in the Eastern
1: Conference? In the Eastern Conference, you start off in Northwest, and I'm going to start off in the Central Division. I think to start off, the Pacers will win the Central with a record of 43 and 30, a record of 49 and 33. In the second second place in the central, I think we'll go to the Bulls. They'll be forty five and thirty seven. Third will be the Milwaukee Bucks, forty and forty two. Pistons will come in fourth and thirty six and forty six. And I think the the bottom feeders of the central division will be the Cleveland Cavaliers at thirty and fifty
2: two. Now you've
1: got Washington in second place? I got I mean the I said, the, I mean, the Bulls in second place, Chicago Bulls in second place. Okay, okay,
0: okay. I I probably misheard you. Uh I think the uh, Hurricanes having a little effect on our reception. Uh, that's pretty <laughs> good right there. Um, uh, let's go in the uh, Western Conference switch back out here, and we'll go to the Pacific Division. Uh, you know, pretty much a no-brainer. The Lakers, I have winning it, uh, 58-24. Then I have the Clips. I have the L.A. Clippers second at 45 and 37. Uh, And then I have Sacramento uh, in third place at 44 and 38. Then Golden State, one game behind them, 43 and 39. And I've got the woeful Phoenix Suns at 30 and 52. So in the Pacific Division, I've got Lakers, Clippers, Sacramento, Golden State, Phoenix in that order. A uh, pretty simple one to pick in my mind. Who
1: you got going up next in the Eastern Conference? Eastern Conference. I'm going to go with the Southeast Division, and leading off at number one in the Southeast, I think the Heat will win the Southeast Division again with the record of 61 and uh, with a record of 61 and 21. I think the Hawks will come in second with a record of 44 and 42. The Wizards in third. At 38 and 44, the Magic in fourth, 36 and 46, and the Bobcats to be the bottom feeders of the Eastern Conference with a record of 25 and 57.
0: Jovan, pretty weak division there. You got a lot of teams with bad records, right?
1: Yeah, I definitely think that is going. This, I think out of all the in the Eastern Conference, I think this is the weakest conference. I think there's a lot of turnover happening. And there's one dominant team. You see the Bobcats with a lot of turnover and a lot of young players with Michael Gil- Gil- Gilchrist and Kimball Walker, Bismick Biombo, a lot of young players in Charlotte. The Magic with the Dwight Howard trade, a lot of moving pieces. They don't have Ryan Anderson no more. And the Wizards without the help of John Wall, you're missing that. And then the Hawks, you don't have to like a Joe Johnson anymore because someone's going to New- to the Brooklyn then so now you got to depend on Lou Williams. So I think there's a lot of transition to happen in that conference. I mean, that division, excuse me.
0: Very good. And, of course, you're listening there to Jovan Alford with that great wrap-up of the Southeast Division. Uh, he is uh, a media star in the Philadelphia area, writes for so many publications. I'm too old to keep track, but he does a great job. And I am Greg Crawford, and I write for CSNNW.com. I cover college basketball and uh, golf on there, but I follow the NBA because I do the draft for uh, Comcast Sports Ten as well, which our website is com. I'm going to go to the Southwest, Jamon and uh, go with a, a team that perennially uh, battles for the top spot, the two teams. I'm going to take San Antonio, uh, 51 and 31. I like uh, Dallas. 50 and 32. Uh, Next, I like the Memphis Grizzlies at 50 and 32, but Dallas will win the tiebreaker. Uh, Then I have New Orleans, who has a great coach, and Monty Williams. They just don't have the players. I've got them at 40 and 42. And then uh, I really put Houston in the basement at 30 and 52, despite the James Harden trade. Which was just completed yesterday. So once again, San Antonio, Dallas, Memphis, New Orleans, and Houston.
1: How do you like Talking that? Of, <laughs> I think that that's some interesting picks. And you see the Rockets at the bottom feeders, even with the even with the selection of getting James Harden that trade that nobody expected last night. Why do you think that the Rockets will be the bottom feeders of the Southwest Conference? With even with the likes of acquiring James Harden and having Jeremy Lin?
0: I just do not think that they have um, uh, the depth that you need in the NBA. You've got to have solid nine players, and I don't think it's there. Uh, I think they're going to lose a lot of road games. Uh, I think Jeremy Lin, the verdict's still out on him, believe it or not. Uh, Even though he could have a great year he could have a bad year, and I think... uh, the, the Oklahoma City with Sam Presti is the general manager there, Javon. He knows what he's doing. He knew that they'd have to overpay uh, for James Harden, so he dumped him and he got some great players in return, future stars. Uh, great job on that. So I'm sticking with Houston in that.
1: Who are you going to wrap up with in the Eastern Conference? All right, here it is, the big announcement. I'm saving the last division in the Eastern Conference for the Atlantic Division. This was the toughest division that I had to pick, and I think this is going to be the toughest division in the whole Eastern Conference. A lot of competition and parity. Let's start it off. Number one, not to be biased, but I'm going number one team in the Atlantic Division this season will be the Philadelphia 76ers at the record of 50 and 32. Yes, I said the Sixers will have 50 wins this season. Number two, I'm going with the Boston Celtics with a record of 48 and 34. The Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, will be 45 and 37, and the New York Knicks will finish fourth with with 42 wins. And the Raptors will finish out the Atlantic Division with 35 wins.
0: Oh boy! Well, you got them rolling across the country with that one, uh, and of course, that's obviously a provincial pick. Uh, I'm teasing you there. I I know that I, I like Philadelphia a lot with Doug Collins there, but uh, do you think the age is finally going to catch up with the Celtics? And of course, they will miss Ray Allen.
1: I definitely think that I, that's one that's one reason why I picked the Celtics to be second. Is the age? I think the age factor is going to be crucial with Kevin Garnett and and Ray and Paul Pierce, who just turned thirty-five this month so them old legs are going to be they're they're going to doc rivers is going to definitely have to keep the young keep keep the keep the players fresh because they need them in all 82 games but i do think they it will be it will come down to them in the sixers because i like what the Celtics did in the offseason especially in the draft picking up fab Mello, jared sullinger Jason Terry, and also getting the likes of Deontay Christmas, a player out of Temple University here in Philadelphia, who is a three-point shooter and who can shoot when he's on, he is on. And I think that gives a big improvement to the bench. And we also can't forget, they get Jeff Green back this season after not playing last season. So that's a big upgrade for them, even though they will miss the likes of Ray Allen.
0: Yes, uh, definitely. Uh, Now, let me ask you this, Jovon. Of all the teams in there, whether they're not going to have a good year or they're going to have a good year, uh, what did you surprise us with the most, in your opinion?
1: What surprise? What, the surprise? What is, did you would surprise to, our listening audience with the most? Not having the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs this year. That was my biggest surprise because I really wanted to put them in the playoffs this season, but I just think they're missing something. They're just missing a piece to go with Monte Ellis and Brandon Jennings. I really wanted to put them in there at the final spot in the playoffs, but I just don't see it right now.
0: All right. I am going to go with my biggest surprise uh, in that I think that – it would be the Minnesota going 44-38. and Uh, They're going to be without Rubio uh, and uh, Kevin Love for probably the first quarter of the season. But any time Rick Adelman is coaching a team, uh, they are dangerous. Uh, He's now got a year under his belt uh, to put his system there in Minnesota. And I look for them to really – uh, finished the season strong. I looked at their schedule. Uh, they've got a lot of games they can win in the month of March and April. So uh, my biggest surprise uh, would be Minnesota. So uh, I guess everything else kind of fit in what I did. Uh, I normally don't like to take the chalk. Uh, and maybe maybe I picked Sacramento a little bit too high, but I like the coach there. Uh, I like the team. I like the depth factor, the way they're building it. Uh, and I like the fact they can shoot the basketball. So uh, that's important to me. Um, who you got going to the final uh, in the in the uh, Eastern Conference, all the way to the final
1: championship series? For the Eastern Conference, my two teams that make the NBA Finals will be the Philadelphia 76ers and the Miami Heat. All right, I'll put you on the spot. Who wins there? I think the Heat win in six. All
0: right, very good. Um, I'm going to go out west here, and I got my teams in the uh, finals of the Western Conference. Uh, I am going to take the Lakers uh, beating the Clippers in a seven-game series. How do you like those bananas? Wow!
1: Lakers, Clippers, NBA Western Conference Finals. Wow! Kobe and Dwight and Steve Nash versus Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Lamar yep. Odom. Yep. Wow! La would be La would be Justin Shred being to see who would they root for, but I could see yep. that happening though. I wouldn't be surprised. They look like the two top teams in the West. Okay and
0: I I've, I've got a seven game winner there in the I uh, got the Lakers going to the finals. Uh you've got Miami going to the finals. What a series that'll be. Uh that'll be the largest NBA television draw of all time. Uh without
1: question in my opinion, who wins the NBA finals? Who wins the NBA finals? I would have to say that I would have to say the Lakers. The Lakers will win the NBA Finals. I just think they got too much for the Heat. I think they have a better point guard, Steve Nash. They got Paul Gasol. You got Metta World Peace. You got Kobe. You got Dwight now. The only thing that concerns me about the Lakers is that bench. If they can get that bench intact, then they'll be fine. But I think the Lakers will win the NBA Finals this season.
0: All right. We're going to go on. Western Conference team. You're in the East. I'm in the West, and I'm going to pick the Miami Heat to repeat in five games over the Lakers. So I say Miami wins in five games over the Lakers. I think LeBron is going to be the league MVP this year. I think he's going to be the MVP of the finals, and I think he's going to be the MVP of the All-Star game. He's going to make a clean sweep, and he's going to be the defensive player of the year. So there you go.
1: <laughs> oh. Wow. wow, that's interesting because when I did my Eastern Conference playoffs playoff pickings, I had them in the I had them going against the Knicks in the first round and only beat and getting by the Knicks in the seven games. That's my opinion in the first round for the for the Heat. And then I had them going against Boston in the second round and beating Boston in seven. So I think they have to go through two seven game series to get to the Eastern Conference Finals.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that could take its toll on anybody, but I don't know. When you get to those finals, it it's it ups the level so much uh, that it's gonna kind of be incredible uh, what happens there. Uh, who do you like? Uh, what, what did you think of the Harden trade? What was your analysis of that? Because boy, that was played up big on, you know, Comcast Sports Nets all around the country, ESPN. Uh, Fox it was like a huge story I didn't see it being that big
1: yeah I didn't see it being that big on TV but on but on Twitter you see how social media is the effect we see on Twitter it blew up everybody's like really James Hardy and traded nobody saw that coming because you think but we I had to remember that he had that thing come up and it's kind of become a free agent And all that other stuff. So it was kind of a shock to everybody. Like, wow, James Harden going to the Rockets. Why is he going to the Rockets to get that maximum sixty million dollar sixty million dollar deal, which the which the Thunder which the Thunder wasn't going to give him. That was shocking to me. But I think what what the Thunder gave up to get what the Thunder gave up to get in return, I think the Thunder made out beautifully in the street.
0: Yeah, I, I do, too. I think they really did. It's pretty incredible. And um, I don't know. You, you wonder with James Harden who has got a little bit of an attitude sometimes, how he's not going to do dear, nearly as well as the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, so I, I don't know. I, it, it's going to be real interesting. Uh, Jovan, did you take your time – I know we were just going to do our NBA picks tonight and our records and everything else and our finalists, but did you take the time to uh, pick your MVP uh, by any chance?
1: No, I really didn't get the chance to pick our MVP. And, Greg, we have a caller for tonight's show. Uh Uh-oh, this is dangerous. Yeah, let's Let's see what he got. Caller, you are on the line.
2: Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Who you? is this that we're speaking to? My name is uh Daryl Simmons. I'm uh And where are you calling from, Daryl? From uh uh I'm from Philadelphia, but I attend school in South Carolina. I'm a good, good friend of Javon. Okay, great. Uh I was calling in, to talk about uh Javon's pick with uh, the bus and then uh Celtics uh rivalry. Uh he said that he had the Celtics going first place for the at the, the conference. Well not the conference but the division. I just have to say I don't think that's gonna happen despite our old age.
0: All right, who do you have in the place there that Joe on? how did he foul it up and who would you have
2: in there? I would have the Celtics. I don't think I don't see the Sixers winning the division this year. All
0: right, Jovon, what do you think? There, uh, your uh, old Philadelphia friend there doesn't like your pick. Uh, you got to give a rebuttal.
1: I mean, me and him go, me and him go back and forth on this a lot. I mean, when the whole Sixers Celtics series was going on, me and him had our constant battles through Game Four, Game One, Game Seven. But I give, I give it to him. I mean, I told him straight up. This I told him straight up. That I I think the Sixers can beat the Celtics this year, and and then take the division. But I also know what the Celtics have that the Sixers don't have, and that is an experience. That, that is an experienced team, but the Celtics have more have more different have more new pieces than the Sixers do, in my opinion, with the bench transition and and everything, but they still have the key members of their World Championship team that still can push the Sixers, but I still like the Sixers just because they have a point guard in Drew Holiday, who I think is going to have a solid big year this year. And if Andrew Bynum can stay healthy, that's the key to all my picks. If Bynum can stay healthy and be healthy, then the Sixers will win the division. But if Bynum isn't healthy, then I think that the Sixers will fall to second because he is the big free agent. He is the big man. It's need to get 20 points and 10 rebounds from every night.
0: Darryl, it, it's Daryl, right? Uh, Daryl Simmons, right? Yes. Daryl, let me ask you a question. I know you're going to school, working hard in South Carolina, but do you get
2: to listen to the show much? Sometimes. I haven't been able to recently, but sometimes I do. Did you have a favorite guest? Say that again?
0: Did you have a favorite guest on the show that you really liked when you've been listening? Should we get Javon out there and put you on?
2: Uh, I would have to say, uh, oh, man, I saw, I can't remember his name. Uh, it might have been uh, Kevin Love's dad. Yes, Dan oh,
0: Love, ago. yes. yeah, yes. Dan Love, yes. Very,
2: he was excellent.
0: I know Jovan liked him, too. Um, uh uh, how how far do you guys go back uh, as friends since elementary school oh that's pretty terrific that you remain friends you'll probably be friends for life what are you majoring in down there in south carolina business management okay very good and what would you like to do when you get out run the country
2: no no i have some other friends who say i plan on doing that but uh I really want to own my own corporation. I haven't decided uh, what kind of fit it would be. I'm, I'm also interested in music, so I was thinking about uh, having a, a music business or working with a uh, Fortune 500 company. Right. Uh, uh, well, you know what? Uh, when uh, when you uh, get
0: going there in that and finish up, you get a hold of me, okay, through Jovan. And, and uh, you know, Stan, love that you like so well. The guest, you know, his brother... Uh, it runs the Beach Boys. Uh, and okay. so uh, if you, it will hook you up there with some people in the music business. See if maybe you can go to work for them. How does that sound? Thanks a lot, Greg. Yeah, you bet you're My pleasure. Um, Joe Vaughn, you got anything more for Daryl besides telling him that he's crazy or what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course, Daryl. No, nothing, nothing else. We'll have our Celtics Alright, Celtics so take your discussion off air with our Eagles discussion off air as we always yeah. do.
2: Yeah, the Eagles yeah. made me sick today, but that's another story.
0: Yeah, Eagles need a complete overhaul. Yeah. I'm gonna put Giovanni in there as general manager. Uh who do you think is gonna win the NBA
2: championship this year? Uh, I hate to say it, but I think it's coming from the east again this year. It might be the the heat. I think they're going to pull it out and and win the chip. I know uh, the Lakers picked up some good pieces over the summer, Steve Nash and Howard, but I don't think uh, it's going to help Kobe get another ring. Why don't you uh, stay on the
0: line there, Darrell, if you have time, and hash some things out with that. Jovan, I'm going to get out of here for tonight because I'm going to do another show here in the next uh, couple minutes, and then at 9 o'clock i got the golf show that Jovan is the executive producer, but I'm going to sign out for tonight. I'm Greg Crawford uh, from CSNNW.com and Comcast Sportsnet uh, in Portland, Oregon, and I'm going to throw it back to Jovan and Daryl, and they're going to fight it out with a little Philly uh, Celtic talk and go in-depth.
1: Good night, guys. Good night. All, all right, everybody. Thanks for Greg Crawford, our always co-host, as he calls in every week, as he now goes off to his other show, the college basketball show, the Portland, Oregon. We are back on, a, on the East-West Hoop Loop, yes, with my friend Daryl Simmons, who joins us all the way from South Carolina at the University of Claflin there in Orangeburg. And as he said, he picks the Miami Heat to win the NBA Finals.
2: I don't see it. I just think that, you know, like I said earlier, the Heat has it. Uh, Despite uh, the Celtics losing Ray Allen, uh, the Heat might end up taking that advantage. As they uh, fix him in the rotation, they'll be able to pull a victory this year, so that's how I see it, man. Well, you know, I the see, season I, it, it kicks off on Tuesday, so we'll see. You know who's the who's the best.
1: I definitely do, and I don't know if you will agree with me with this, but I have the Celtics if the Sixers stay at the first seed in the Atlantic as a fourth seed, fourth seed. Say it again. I said I have I said I have the six I, if the Sixers stay in the number one seed as, as in the Lang division in the Celtics stay at number two, it'll be in fourth in the Eastern Conference and I have them going against Boston and I have Boston winning six over Chicago. Possible. Not possible. That's
2: possible. Anything is possible.
1: I mean, because after that I have y'all playing uh got gotcha y'all playing Miami, then Miami Beach on seven.
2: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but, but you like know, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you know, the Southeast in Miami, now that we have a, a rivalry and we lost our own players, uh, it's going to be a little rough. So I wouldn't, uh, I would expect a different, well, I know Doc Rivers does an excellent job with the team with uh, coaching and stuff. So, you know, I, playing method might be a little different without Ray. and you know, we'll be able to, to get those plays that we wanted to have and we'll be able to score easier. And now we have uh, the Jet, Jason Terry. So Jason Terry was a great pickup to the team.
1: I agree. I like what the Celtics did this season. As I told you, I like what they did with the whole drafting of the big men, who I think are going to pay big dividends, more of Schellinger than Fan Mello. Fan Mello still needs to d- develop his game. I think Jarrett Sullinger will be a big help to the to your team, and I think he'll be a he could be a all first team rookie, all first team rookie for in the NBA because I think his skill sets are just that prepared to give contributions and give Kevin Garnett that blow that he needs in like every game.
2: Right, I agree.
1: And I like the pickup of Deontay Christmas. Very good pickup of the summer league, which you don't expect players to get picked out of the summer league and get signed like that. And I think he'll help with the bench scoring with Jason Terry. Because we have Jason Terry and Deontay Christmas on at the same time, and it could get ugly.
2: Showtime.
1: Definitely showtime. And that will be the end of the East-West Hoop Soup here on Blog Talk Radio. This is me, Joe Von Alford. And thanks to every night, and every not every night, every Sunday for my co-host, Greg on calling in from Portland, Oregon, here on the West Coast, and my longtime friend Daryl Simmons from Classroom University calling in, as well from Orangeburg, South Carolina. We'll be back next week for another edition of the East-West Hoop Soup, Sunday, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Everybody on the East Coast, remember to stay safe during this time of hurricane. Sandy, everybody stay safe, and have a good night. We'll talk to you next week.